Spotify. Podcast activated. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 81 of Lost in Translation Mod. I'm May. And I'm probably Jay. Probably. As always, we're not quite sure. We're having him tested. This week we watch Shadow of the Beast King. Or The Power to Save Jory, Beelzebub's Feist. One day you're going to say things correctly and I'm just going to cry. Man, I said them correctly for the first 70 episodes. I know, and it was wonderful, and then you stopped, and I don't know why. what happened. Oh, get ready to cry. I'm so ready to cry. And I did leave out the second half of the the, the Japanese title because I thought that I wanted to try to make Jay believe that Leomon was coming back, and I think I succeeded in the way that he said it in Dr. Synopsis that he thought that Leomon was coming back. He kind of did. Kind of. Like, it was, a, it was a literal shadow, but okay. No, it wasn't a shadow. Shadows are just dark. This had color and everything. Okay, good point. It was a ghost. It was a ghost. And we also watched The D-Reaper's Feast. Or Destruction of the Capital, Kaluman's Wish. You sound like Microsoft Sam. <laughs> Kaluman's Wish. Actual Cannibal, Shia. Liebau. Liebau. For DigiNews this week, we had some DigiNews and it was really exciting, but not so exciting if you like having money in your wallet. <laughs> I told you not to buy it. <laughs> so first of all, a PC Buddy Gubamon was announced and it's so cute. It's just like the PC Buddy Ogamon, but it's Gubamon, so it's better because it's a dog. It's not better. He's a lizard. He's a lizard in a coat. Yeah. He's a lizard who wants to be a dog. So and he's not better because he's with Matt. Okay. Also, dogs don't have giant weird claws like that. I think it might be a bear. It'd be a burr. I love bears. Also, here's a question for you. What if they did one for every partner Digimon? Oh my god. You couldn't store them, May. I would I would only get... If, if they had one for each, I would only get Palmon, but I'm pretty sure they're going to stop at two. Those are my famous last words, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, then, they, 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 then they're only going to stop at three. Then they're only going to stop at four. And then I'm just going to cry. Yeah, because they could easily do a Tailmon. But they, could, they couldn't... I can't see how they could do a Gomon. Or a Panamon would be hard. No, Panamon like, has, has would sit, sit here and it would be like a bean. Well, then it would be the same thing with Gomon, except it would just be on top of his, his big flops. Okay, good point. Palmon would be cool. But it would be kind of like... No, it would be in the way because it has the big flower on the top. I feel like they're going to stop. I don't. I, I think once they're on the train, they're on the train. They're on the train and to get our think, money. I think that it would be in your best interest to commit to one giant plush per franchise. <laughs> no. Man, you can't take them with you. They'll, they'll... You'll only have them until you move out. Yes, but my parents will love to have them. No, they won't. They throw things out, remember? I will lock my door. Fair enough. You don't have a lock on your door. I'll make that lock on my door before I move out. Anyway, we had some tri-related news. So, of course, we had a tri-PV, which was released a few days ago, and we actually just finished recording a tri-special episode. Now, I would like to have that episode up before this episode, and I would like to actually, unless I pass out after this episode, I want to edit that episode straight after recording this episode. Good luck! um, Yeah, so I might die. And so yeah, that came out. We also discussed a set of keychains that were announced, and they do spoil some things about the PV, and further things that weren't, while they weren't announced in the PV, have now been announced because of the keychain set. But I won't mention them because this is still fairly new, and a lot of people don't like actually watching the PVs before watching it. Because the PVs do give away quite a bit of what would ha- what happens. In- Turns out. Yeah. <clears throat> For the next bit of Digi News, there was more info on the Tri series of the Digimon card game cards. And we have a now a third confirmation of what Tailmon's final evolution is. And um, this is a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, you can skip forward. 
about like 30 seconds, I'd say. And don't listen to our, uh, our Patreon thing at the beginning, which we didn't warn anybody about. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, of course, it's Holly Dramon. Yay! So, I think you need to pronounce it the way you've written it down. It's Holly Dramon. So, I wrote Vivizella noise, but I went Airhorn noise. So, Holly Dramon. And so, yeah, this is the third confirmation of this after the Digivice Pedometer toy and the CSA Digivice, which both also confirmed that Holly Dramon was Tailmon's final form. That, that, that's fine. It's still wrong, though. Yeah, I mean, I believe it's been off Fannymon once. Yeah, so, and that was correct. It, it, yeah, you can believe that. It's fine. And for the final bit of Digi News, we had some very exciting news that just came out, like, basically a few hours ago, so it's pretty fresh. Anyway, so it's in regards to the VPET version 20th, and we have some new information. So first of all, we know it's going to be releasing in June, which is my birthday, but it's probably going to be the end of June, as the releases seem to be, and my birthday's the start of June. So I won't be getting it for a birthday present, but I, I will be getting it. And it's going to be roughly $35 each, and there'll be two models released. I already have your birthday present planned, by the way. How? I'm very smart. Jeez, I'm just going to pay for your tattoo because that's an e- cause I'm boring. Well, get ready. Oh my god, I'm so ready. Anyway, so in this in the, in the V-Pets that are a bit different from the originals, you can raise two Digimon at once, so it's kind of like your next order, and you can evolve fully to ultimate instead of just to perfect. There will also be web code battles, which I find quite an interesting concept, and they remind me a lot of in the Tamagotchi connections, how you would get a little code and then you would go to the website and enter that code, and then your Tamagotchi would be on the screen, and you could like play games online with it. And then when you wanted to leave, you would get another code, which you would then put into back into your Tamagotchi, and you would get all the items you got from online. So while it isn't fully online, it still gets you things from being online, and you can still... it serves the same sort of purpose, so I'm fine with it not being completely online. I will take your word for it. And that's pretty exciting that you can just do battles over the internet with your friends, and that's always what I've wanted, so that's pretty exciting. And of course, since I will be getting them, you can... I'm not sure how the codes will be distributed. Like, if it'll be battle me at any time, it'll be, I'm going to battle, here's my code, and I'll get your code, or what have you, I don't know. But we'll, I'll definitely be trying to battle listeners because that'll be pretty cool. And I want to be the very best that no one ever was. Lastly, for Lost News Lately Mon, we have our all-listener feedback questions for the third season are now released. And I will link them in the show notes. And you have until we finish Tamers. This, and just so you know, this is the third last Tamers episode before the Tamers overall episode which will be recording on the 6th of January and releasing on the 7th of January. So you have roughly until, like, the end of the first week of January to let us know what you thought of Tamers overall. You can send... Some people have already sent in their answers. Some people might be waiting until they've heard, you know, us finish Tamers and the the final Tamers movie. But, you know, I'm just letting you know that if you wanted to participate in that sort of thing, you can have your voice heard and we can discuss with you about Tamers because yay. Because what if the ending of Tamers completely sucks and your opinion might change even when you remember the last episode? Has Vandemon show up? Yeah, definitely. Vandemon does show up. Canon. Confirm. <laughs> That's what Apocalymon was. Apocalymon. Two episodes from the end of Adventure. You're like, oh no, we're, okay, we're wrapping up this story. Who is this? Do you think we're going to get another bad guy or do you think we're done? This is it. This, no, no. Mm. They haven't even beaten this bad guy yet. That's the thing. Yeah. They haven't beaten this bag yet, and there's two episodes left. It's yeah. not, not going to happen. And speaking of predictions, on to Obnoxious Synopsis. 
The first episode that we're watching this week is called Shadow of the Beast King or The Power to Save Jury. What do you think will happen in this episode? I'm pretty sure that, like, there's going to be a flashback or alternatively, there have been a lot of ghosts lately. I think Leomon's ghost might show up to, like, help Jury overcome her problems and it will say, don't cry for me, I'm already dead. Hmm. Except, like, it will take all the emotion of his death and learning about stuff and the lessons it teaches the kids about having to deal with death. And don't worry about it, he's back. No, it's okay, he's a ghost and he's totally fine and he accepts it because it was fate. Fate's sometimes a good thing. Don't worry, kids, all of the stuff that was creepy or, like, worrisome and how, like, Jury was becoming an alien, all of that's okay because she'll recover. Don't worry about it. So do you think it'll be Wizarmon all over again, sort of coming back as a ghost the next season? Yes. Except it wasn't the next season, it was the same season. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? I think that everything I just said will annoy me if it happens. Do you think it'll be a good episode? I actually kind of do, because I know I predicted it to be really bad, but at the same time, I feel like they might go with something better than that. What rating do you think you'll give it? I think it'll get... I want to give it an 8, but screw it, we've had such a bad run of episodes, I'm going to give it a 7.5. The second episode that we're watching this week is called D-Reaper's Feast, or Destruction of the Capital, Kulamon's Wish. What do you think will happen in this episode? Well, I mean, an immediate reading of that says that Kulamon turns out to be the huge bad guy at the end and destroys Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that actually instead, it might be that Tokyo is getting super messed up anyway by the D-Reaper, as it it probably starts expanding really, really fast and Mm -hmm. engulfing a lot of the city now that it can eat organic stuff. And it isn't being hemmed in by the by the parks. And then Kulamon is going to be instrumental in some manner to the beginning... Wait, hold on. What episode is this? Num- what number is this? This is... I don't know. Is it 50? No, it's, fi- it's 49. No, I think we've got a few more episodes. I don't know. It's Continue. important. Anyway, so Kulamon's going to do something magical and, and enchilada-y so that it doesn't happen. Do you think it'll be a good episode? Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? I think everything will annoy me in this episode, honestly. What the? If you include Kulamon's wish, in fact, just the word wish in the title, right next to, you know, things have gotten really bad because it's the third act, I can only imagine that Deus Ex Machina is the name of the game. Right. Do you think it'll be a good episode? God, um, not really. I just, I have very little hope for it. For whatever reason. It's just a gut feeling. What rating do you think you'll give it? Six. Just a six. I think this is, I think Tamers is ending with a whimper. Wow, that's not good. Nah. Filler or not filler? Well it's not filler. <laughs> None of this is filler. Do we even need that question anymore? No, for the we last don't. We're, we're rampaging towards the end of the show. And to be fair, it has to be an applicable question. Because of Avatar the Last Airbender, where the second last episode of the show was a filler episode. Yeah. But, to be fair, so it was a clip show, actually, almost. Oh, the most filler. But at the same time, you know, it's it's unlikely anywhere else. That was avant-garde. No, it was avatar. Avant-garde. Do you have any other predictions? I predict that I'm going to go to sleep now, during the episode, and then when we record. Good luck. Sleep talking, basically. Well, on to the episode then where Jay's sleep talking. Just just be prepared for five minutes of me snoring. All right. Well, we'll I guess we'll look forward to that then. All right. On See to the show. See you soon. So this week, since it's sort of like a two-parter, we'll be combining the two episodes into one episode while we discuss them. 
You know what's nice? What? We don't need to do... We've never... We, there are no triple episodes. In... We, no, but we, we did a triple episode just we? so we could have a perfect run of two episodes until the final episode. When was It was that? The, the episode before we covered the movie. Oh, okay. So I could... So, because I, I wanted to have it planned that we could watch the movie just before we went to Japan because I felt like it was a good stopping point. Fair enough. And we could only do that if we watched three okay. episodes. But wait, hold on. Wait, yeah, because there's 51 episodes. Yep. I don't know what I was thinking. So the first part is called Shadow of the Beast King or The Power to Save Jury, Beelzebub's Fist. Also important note, we watched the English ones first. Well, uh, you watched the English I did, ones first. Which makes it really hard for me to make really decent notes because primarily I can always see what the English has added on that's weird. It's harder to see what isn't there when you watch the Japanese second. So I actually watched these episodes twice each <clears throat> because Jay only watched them today and I watched them with him. So yeah, but yeah, I, I, I watched. Ha- I ha- I have extra depth because I had I watched Jay's first hand reactions. You don't have the practice of watching it at double speed that I do. Yeah, it was really confu- confusing because also Kulamon's talking like this. Clue, clue, clue. <laughs> it was just man. If you, you've experienced Kulamon, experience it at two times speed. Jeez, Kulamon, calm down. <laughs> you won't defeat me. I won't let you. So we see that the D Reaper is still expanding. And Kulamon is yelling for Beelzebub to wake up, who's still basically being crucified by the D-Reaper tentacles. Gilmon is trying to feed Gil- uh, Granny bread, and it's kind of adorable. Oh, because but it's it- kind of a Digimon. But in the dub... Wonderful. I've never seen a more amazing piece of machinery. Well, I have. Huh? <laughs> Defector's parents have a machine in their store that makes bread. <laughs> well, I guess there's no way Granny here can compete with that. It's tough. <laughs> you have to mention that Yamaki talked about how you know what Hypnos, the guys from the wild bunch of Hypnos might have to move yeah because what it, you know the thing's expanding they might all just die yeah so they might have to abandon the base that they have and yep. I think they end up doing that I'm really happy they're actually raising the stakes a bit here rather than just saying oh we're safe even though it's right next to us it's, look, it's just there been cool Hypnos is able to pull up memories from the digital world from Granny and the digital world is in trouble and about 47% has been deleted Lotmon is emotional about Zuchalmon, which is kind of heartbreaking the way he's just pulling away from Susie and screaming about Zuchalmon. It's kind of upsetting. We also find out that other countries are being affected by the D-Reaper, and Daisy is worried about her country. In the dub, Daisy's just worried about her family. But there's a difference that I noticed in this part. In the original, they list several countries, like Australia, New Zealand, and they list a few. In the dub, they just say, oh, from America to Zimbabwe, because I'm like, okay, the A to Z, I get it. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. Here's a question for you, though. Oh, we're going through everyone's reactions. What mm-hmm. does Alice think about all this? I really care about her. Because Alice is done. She had the best, the best intro of any of the any of the Tamers ever, and she definitely was my favorite character. What? No. What about the girl from Adventurous Battle, who? Who, who also had a dog die? Oh my God! There's so many people with dogs and cats dying. Yamaki then takes off his glasses and he's calming to t- calm down to Kato's father. And he's like, have we ever seen him take off his glasses before? I don't before? think we have. It's because it, that's why it shocked me, I think. Mm. And he looks kind of weird without his glasses. Like, it doesn't look natural. Yeah, because he has regular happy eyes. Yeah, it's like a person when they don't have eyebrows. They're like, they're, you can't really pinpoint what's wrong, but then you notice they have no eyebrows. Instead why do you look glasses. like a seal? Yeah. We then see that Beelzebub's waking up and he sees Jury. Then the D-Reaper ball starts throbbing and it starts growing. Then the Tamers see Beelzebub being inside. You forgot to mention yep. that Beelzebub yells at the B-Reaper. He's like, I don't know if you're going to hit me, but I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are Beelzebub. No, he's not. It's a big red blob. Well, he's going to try, right? Then the Tamers tell their parents that they're going, and the parents 
you know, begrudgingly let them. Then Terrymon tells Lotmon to look after Susie, and Lotmon almost uses Wari again and then goes to Boku, which I thought was weird because later on in the episode, Lotmon reverts to using Wari. Well, it's a habit. So he mm. says, I, he goes from saying, I shall with Wari, to you may leave it to me, but he uses Boku. So it's like this interesting way that he's sort of changing the way he speaks, but at the same time, sometimes his speech is still fairly formal. A bunch of D-Reaper agents show up, and so the tamers evolve, and I'm just completely in love with the way that Duke Mon speaks. He's always like, D-Reaper, you have wronged us, and I will fight you, and I will defeat you, and I will protect what's right, and I will save Jury. I'm like, oh, you're so... I love the way he speaks. He speaks like a royal knight. Yeah, it's almost like he's from this group called, like... The Royal Knights. The, the Knights Royal or something. There was some differences with the music in this episode, and especially, like... In that the Japanese music was good, and the English music was unnoticeable. It was generic. And there's also a bit when the other tamers lift up their D-Arcs to evolve. And there's also a lot of cases of extra dialogue being added. So when they all lift up their D-Arc, they all say, Buy, emerge, activate, buy, emerge, activate, buy, emerge, activate. And I'm just like, why was this all necessary? We got Digimon. it. You're just holding Digimon. up your, your D-Arc. Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. Back at the Hypnos building, which I guess is a different Hypnos building now, Shuchan tells Lotmon that he has a very important job protecting everyone who has left. In the dub, Susie says that she guesses they're not needed because they were told to stay back. Well, that's mean. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, but it, it goes from her saying, Lotmon, you know, you you have to protect everyone here. That That's really important to saying, when we're not needed, we can't do anything, we're just going to stay here. And, like, Lotmon seems upset, in I guess because it's in the animation in both, Yeah. that, that they were left behind. Yeah, so we find out that Granny's getting some upgrades, and it's like, oh, what could this be? And we get some pretty cool pictures of Granny on the screens, and I'm, I just really like the attention to detail, but I also like the fact that the adults aren't completely useless in this series. I still hate the thing's name. Every time you say it, I think you're talking about someone's grandma. Yeah, Zero Arms Grandma. <laughs> we also see that all the Tamers have fully evolved now, and the thing is, only Dukemon got an animation, which is to say, they didn't have time to animate all the other characters by emerging. Well, it's not that they didn't have time to play their canned animations. Mm. Which I, I like, and we always said in Zero Two, that's a sign of a good episode, when they skip the evolutions. It's a sign, of, it's a sign that they're not desperate, but then we had a boring fight, so, like, who cares? <laughs> I found that the fight was not boring, but I guess we'll get to that. It was just a squash match. We learn that Justimon has another attack besides Justice Kick, which was the only thing he was used in the no, past he's, two episodes. He's used the arm before. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I just heard him say Justice Kick a million times, and that's oh, all I heard he from then on. He used Justice Kick a lot, but it was um, something, something arm? Excel arm? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excel arm, yeah. Something like he's that. He's used that before. He used it in the digital world. Oh, yeah. But he but he wasn't Justice Mon in the, Justimon in the, in the digital world. Well, no, no, wait, hold on. No, Excel arm. No, he used it. He used it. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. Well, I, I must have missed in the previous episodes. We see that Beelzemon really, really wants to save Jury, and something that's weird is that in the original he keeps on calling her that girl instead of Jerry, which he is calling her in the dub. And I just found it was a nice contrast, like, you know, he's saying that girl because that's just the type of character he is, but he's not saying it to be rude, he's just saying it because that's just who he is. When would he have ever learned her name? Also, good point, he might not fully know her name. But he does call her Jury at some point during this episode. We see that Jury is still sort of struggling to say Beelzebub's name. Like she's going Beelzebub. She looks like she's having, she's thinking, but it's not quite getting through because she's still quite hazy. Beelzebub then gets expelled from the D Reaper and then sees that Dukemon's there and tells Dukemon that Jury is in the center. And then his mom gets really angry and he needs to go to a different public D Reaper. Oh yeah, expelled. I, I see what you did uh, there. Uh, uh, uh. 
back at the building, we find out that the D-Reaper is flooding the signal and they're just forcing everyone to see the Takatos inside Dugmont and it's going across the whole city into the schools, into everyone's computers at the Hypnos building, onto buildings, on big TVs, and it's just forcing it. And it's a way of saying, this the D-Reaper's torturing everyone, basically. Sort of. And that's just what the D-Reaper wants to do. It wants to see how people react. It's sort of studying them and weakening them in a way. So, yeah, it gives, it gives gives it's broadcasting the vision of one of the agents through yeah. every te- television screen. Now, I watched this in English the first time. In English, the statement is the Wild Bunch hacked D-Reaper. D-Reaper hacked. I'm in. <laughs> but, um, so they hacked the D-Reaper so they could see through one of its agents' eyes. And then it just so happened that they used that to see that Takata was inside. Then they were all surprised, which begs the question of what they thought they'd see in the first place, and then they broadcasted it to everyone in the country. Which, which makes no sense. In, 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 the, in the context of the English version, it makes no sense. In the context of its broadcasting child pornography, because he's naked, it yeah. also doesn't make any sense. Yeah, basically. That's why the kids are so shocked in the school. Which, actually, it brings me to my next point. In the original, at, at the school, everyone's fairly in shock. That they, they sort of just gasp. No one really says anything. Le gasp. In the dub, they're just saying how cool it is that he's a Digimon now. I'm like, that is that is not how you should react. Like, yeah, I, you might think it's cool, That's the idea. That's awesome. But now you're actually seeing it. You know that the kid could die. Nah, he's inside a big armor shell. He'll be fine. I feel like this scene is a really beautiful scene. And I'm, I'm saddened that they didn't elaborate on this scene. But I get they didn't have enough time because of so much happening in this episode. And we see each of the adults react to knowing and finally finding out that... The children don't just stand at the sidelines. The children are actually in the Digimon now. I mean, they were always in danger. The fact that this is a huge difference to them is interesting. Because in all honesty, in all honesty, in all honesty, the kids are less vulnerable when they're inside the Digimon than they are when they're standing next to them and they could just be murdered. But the other humans don't know that and all they see is their children are fighting. Yeah, but what did they think they were doing? I know. I just feel like it's a really beautiful scene and I really like it. And we see each of the adults has a different reaction. We see, you know, Rumiko and Jen's mum, who I forgot her name, and they're both having fairly fair reactions to as mothers would in an anime. And then we see Yamaki, who's basically breaking down and saying, I never knew that they were, you know, fighting alongside and form and emerging with the Digimon. I, I could never imagine that. They've been doing so much and I've just been standing here. And he's, you know, he's bashing his arm against the wall and just like, this is a big moment. And then we see all the characters just in awe. We have the teacher running outside from her duties to scream at the sky, good luck. And I, I always like the teacher. You know what else I realized? What? There's no way for any of the adults to know this is not how they normally fight all the time. Mm. Like, for example, Yamaki had never seen Evolution until like three episodes ago. Yeah. They don't know. The thing is now, and then th- in their minds, it's probably all clicked like, oh my god, this is what happens. Yeah, that's why they're stressed. And I find it. I feel I I want mm-hmm. wanted them to elaborate on it more, but I don't feel like it it should have ruined the whole episode because there's so much to do. There's not much time to elaborate on. Speaking much. of moving on, yeah, good point. <laughs> Susie once she finds out is un- starts crying under the desk because she feels completely helpless. In the dub, she actually says that she feels helpless, just so we know that you know, oh, this girl who's crying in tears and rolled up into a ball under the table feels kind of sad right now. Couldn't have figured it out. Lotmon looks at this and is obviously saddened and then breaks through the glass and then says that Shuchan is her tamer. Shuchan has the cutest card slash ever. And it's actually kind of annoying because she was just crying and everything was really serious. Then she's like, ha 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 ha, 
Kazlash. Because, you know, she's easily cheered up, I guess. It's very easily cheered now, up. Now, there was a moment that could either be, and I don't want to say that it's the animators making a mistake and the scriptwriter also making a mistake, but the card definitely changes from King Device, as Ryo gave it to her, to Queen Device, which is a completely different card, and they even show the card changing, like the picture on it, from when she holds it up and twirls it. It changes the image. I didn't image. That. I did. This, I did. The, I f- the, the first time I noticed that she changed the words, and the second time that I watched it with you, I looked and I actually saw the image on the card change from what it was. I need to see more visual evidence of that. And I guess it's canon that she's actually a world-class tamer, because Ryo did say they were kind of like wild cards. No, but if you're a world-class tamer, you can't change the face of cards. That's a physics issue. Shichon's the best tamer. <clears throat> Confirm. If you're playing in, like, a magic tournament, and you have a hand of five cards, and the camera crew looks at your five cards and they record them down, then you play something different? That didn't make you really good at magic, that made you a cheater. Mm, don't know, she's just really good at the cards, we don't know. In the dub, it's just called Radiant Form, and while they still keep the graphic of it changing, it's just called Radiant Form. Well, it's because it's not a device card, right? Yeah. Because I believe device cards don't exist in the English version. It was just this is a uh, this is a good card. This no, it, this is a, this is a slash card. No, it's she, no, yeah. She just said, no. He says that it's a modify card in the in the dub. It's a slash card for yeah. for slash carding. Yeah. Then we see that Kazu and Kent are about to be murdered by agents, and they die, and it's a happy ending. Yeah. Kazu something says something about Super Kazumon. No, no. Uh, Kazu says, "You dare face the wrath of Black War Kazumon." I'm like, why? He has a Digimon now. Why would he do this? Black War Kazuma would be stronger than um would be stronger than Gardramon though. Probably. In the original he's just cheering for Gardramon, so I'm not sure why that changed that. I guess for comedic effect, but Yeah. Yeah. Kenta and Kazu are surrounded by agents and then Antilamon saves them. Yeah, because the Mega Level couldn't have hit, couldn't have handled it at all. What Mega Level? Oh yeah. I forget Marine Angelmon's so. I know, right? <laughs> That's terrible. This is terrible. Beelzemon and Dukemon are still trying to break through the D Reaper. Jury and Kulamon are watching, and a big eye appears and scans Jury's memories from Bielsamon and keeps saying Bielsamon evolved from Itmon and loaded Leomon. And we also and we see the stepdad who's kind of bashing against the glass, and in the dub actually makes a noise of ah. No, the dad's a real dad, isn't it? In the dub, what? Which stepdad? Oh, sorry, I meant dad. I meant dad and the stepmom. Yeah, kind of combined there, but he's but he he's grunting in the dub. Yeah, it's what's important is that the, there's a distinction, but in the Japanese, it's it's something like Beelzemon evolved from Imon and loaded Leomon. Beelzemon, it sort of repeats that slowly mm, yeah. and analytically, whereas in the English, it's more like Beelzemon uh, evolved from Imon and loaded Leomon, loaded Leomon, loaded Leomon, and like it's like a broken record, yeah. and it's stuck on the end because that's the painful part. Mm. Then Beelzemon has a flashback, and this is where I feel like the atmospheric music in the original was kind of murdered by the English version, who just decided to have voices over the flashback, such as Leomon saying, why can't you see, as his dying words, which weren't his dying words in either <laughs> version. I mean, he did say, why can't you see, during the like before he died, but not as his dying words. And I just feel like the music was much better. Like I really liked how it was used in the original. In the dub, it was just kind of the generic stuff we've heard before. I would love a show in which every flashback that was ever shown was vaguely inaccurate. 
just to show how memory works. Yeah, but I don't think it was useful because memory's bad. I just feel like they're bad. No, but it makes me want one. Like, because you'd have to animate new stuff, so obviously they wouldn't do it for Digimon because mm-hmm. they loved reusing animation. Mm. But it'd be really funny if, like, it was a sitcom and someone's thinking back, like, how did that go? And there's a key element change because his memory sucks. Actually, at the start of Tamers, when Takato's just lost Gilmon in the school and he sees Jen and... Jen and Terriamon, and they're talking. And he, when he run, runs off in tears because Terriamon says he's not a very good tamer. I miss that. He remembers um, Jen and Terriamon talking, but even though they were kind of standing crump, like apart, like confrontationally, in his memory they were smiling and laughing. <laughs> because he loves people and he thinks the best of them. He's such a good. What That's a so good. Funny. Anyway, back back to now in Tamers. Beelzemon says that he won't ask for forgiveness, but he wants to. He still wants to save Jury, whether or not he's forgiven or not. And I feel like that's a really nice sentiment, and I really like Beelzemon. Yeah, it's a it's he, a good. Yeah, because he's not saying I'm not doing this to be forgiven, which a lot of people do do things just to be forgiven. He's doing it because he just wants to save Jury. He's not asking for anything in return. He just says this is this is what's right. Yeah, but forgiveness forgiveness would be pretty cool though. Yeah, also forgiveness is cool. I'd feel better. Kulamon tells Jury that Beelzemon is trying so hard to save her. In the dub, Kalamon says that Beelzemon isn't giving up, so she shouldn't either. Those are both fair. Beelzemon's big gun gets deleted, and he remembers how his tamers gave it to him, and then he gets mad because it was Marco's gun. Here's a problem. What? He already deleted the gun, because when he de-evolves, the gun is gone, which is to say that he cannot give it back. So that emotional connection to the kid is mm-hmm. irrelevant because it can never go back. He can just go get another gun. It'll be fine. I feel like it was special. What? When did the show tell you that? Um, the the, the emotions said it to me. What if What if he got a new gun for the kid and the kid was like, "I love this gun," and then he stole it away immediately? He's like, "Yes, I have my gun back." Yes, it's mine now. Does mine. That make, does that make him no longer blast mode? I feel like Blast Mode... kept his wings. I think Blast Mode wasn't just because of the gun. I feel it was because of the emotions, but the gun helped. Did you notice that he didn't bring out his shotguns again? He still has them. Yeah, no, he still has them, but they're they're kind of a show now. They're show guns. Oh, that's a tag team that one time. Then the worst part, and it just really upset me. It upset you more than it deserved. Yeah, okay, so Megumi, uh, Megumi, who is the blonde one, who's in the dub is the one who's not voiced by Miyako, says, Bingo! And, like, that's a cute reference to Zero Two. I like that. I'm on board. In the dub, she still says, Bingo. She should say, Perfecto! This is the one that is voiced by the one who's voiced by Yuli. No, 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 it's not. The one who's voiced by Yuli has the red, the long red hair. Oh, crap. The one who says this is the bl- short blonde-haired girl. Well, then what the hell? I just th- feel like if they wanted to still make the reference, they should have made, like, still said perfecto, because that's what she says in the dub. Animation error. It's not animation error. Animation it's a, error. It's a word error. No, no, like, it also should have been the other girl. So basically what she's been going about is that Megumi, and thank you for actually giving Megumi some roles instead of just Reiko all the time, and, yeah, she's found a way so that Yamaki mm-hmm. communicate with Takato <laughs> through Dukemon. And Yamaki says, hey, yo, fire the Yugoth cannon from That's Garani. That's dumb. Yugoth blaster, there we are. Yugoth is like a program. You can't make it into a weapon. Well, they did. Why didn't all their agents have Yugoth guns? Jay, they are all programs because they're all Digimon and they're completely digital. Yeah, why didn't why didn't they have like Yugoth assault rifles to fight Digimon with? Oh. That would have been a good thing to give to the army, don't you think? Yugoth cannons? No, but shh. No, it's only for Granny. It's only for Granny. Shh, it's for Granny. It's for your grandma. Oh no, my grandma. She doesn't need a Yugoth blaster. 
So Granny launches the Ugoth blaster and it breaks through the D Reaper. Beelzemon flies through and wants to rescue Jury and he starts punching the Colonel, which looks kind of silly because while from the outside it's a green ball, from the inside it just looks like he's bashing it's clear, against nothing. So he's flailing in the it's air. It's kind of awkward. Jury wakes up and realizes that Beelzemon is trying to save her. Beelzemon pleads for more power and Jury says, I want you to save me. Then Beelzemon is able to use Leomon's power because no, he loaded no, Leomon's him. ghost shows up. I know, I feel like it's because Beelzemon did load Leomon. No, I saw him. Yes. It was a ghost. But you also saw Talmon and, Ra- and Rapidmon. No, I didn't. I saw pieces of them sprouting out of him. This one was just the superimposition of fully Leomon in the way. I don't think it was a ghost. I think it was a ghost. I don't think it was a ghost because I think the jury's seeing things because she's had a bit of a bad time. I think it was a ghost. I don't think it was a ghost. I only think it was a ghost that I'll be right, though. I'm, I'm curious, though. What do our listeners think? I don't know. We'll find out. Do, do, I just want to know. I'm asking a question right now. If Do you think he's a ghost? Do you think it's just because he loaded the power and was able to use the this power? And he'd never tried to do it before, which is funny. Hmm. But, yeah. Well, and then and then Beelzebub does a, a Beast of the Fist King. And it's done so well in the Japanese version. It's like, I just... Oh, the music just stops and it just... It's... Oh. It's very cool, except then you realize he's like a mega level and he's using an adult level attack. Yep, yep, he is. And you're like, oh, well, that really did it. Good work. So he breaks through and he extends his hand and Jerry is frozen and only is able to say Leomon. In the dub, J- Jerry is very distressed that Beelzemon isn't Leomon but is Beelzemon, which is annoying because she knows that he's Beelzemon. And it's more understandable for her to be shocked that about what just happened. Kulmon is pushing at Jerry's leg, saying, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. And, yeah, Jerry's kind of being stu- super stupid, and it is annoying that she's not moving, but I guess they still want it. They still realise they had two more episodes left to have this as a big bad. <laughs> Beelzemon is distracted because he just got gets shut out of the colonel, and then he gets struck by an attack, and then at the end he says, I don't want it to end like this. Then he's dying. Totally. So then the second part starts, which is the D-Reaper's Feast. And Beelzemon's falling and says he doesn't look cool at all falling like this, which I, mean, I, I had a good titter about. He's also dying. Like, yeah. he's dissolving and he, he's, he's going to die. Basically. Dukemon is tangled with tentacles and is unable to help. And Sukuyamon is just standing there demanding that Beelzemon try to fly. I and Marco see Beelzemon on TV, so they're visibly concerned, obviously. Get traumatized, tiny children. In the dub, Gilmon calls out to Beelzemon to fight back, and Beelzemon says, that's easy to, for you to say, Pineapple Head, and I'm so confused, why is he still calling him Pineapple Head? When you see, like, a knight, you know, from medieval times, you look at it and you're like, that's a pineapple. And when you see a pineapple, you think to yourself, I could joust that. Basically, yeah. Inside the colonel, Jury is blaming herself. Then we see that Beelzemon's plunging through the D-Reaper. And in the dub, when we see everyone's face and reactions, everyone talks. And so Renamon calls Itmon a true friend in the end, which is quite sweet. Yeah. But it's basically a silent scene in the original. It's just dramatic music, basically. We see that Granny rescues Itmon, which is... Slightly annoying because it kind of ruins the emotional effect that the scene has. Yeah, you just had like a, well, they're dead, but we appreciated them. Oh, they're not dead. Okay, great. Yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like it's too quick. It's not even like a, the end of the episode, we realize that he's still alive or anything. We just see him, you know, two seconds later. And it's not like he ever becomes relevant again. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do anything else in the episode. So what you could have had is you had him fall through and then you just cut to him on the ground inside. That yeah. was doable. Yeah, or anything. Like, or just have him be sa- saved by something at the end of the episode or when they're running along being dramatic. Wouldn't it be sweet if he was saved by, like, a bell? Uh, I wish I could remember the theme song to Saved by a Bell right now. 
In the dub, Terramon mentions wanting to take driving lessons from Bielsamon because he dove into the D-Reaper, I guess. Ha, 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 ha. Helps we, even have any legs. We find out the UN is launching are launching nukes on Tokyo. No, they're not. Well, I, I know. I wrote that because I thought that's what they were doing and I was just about to go into a rant about why mm. they shouldn't do that. But then we find out that they're not actually doing that. They are trying to use jam. So I'm like, wow, they actually learned. So there's a few things here. A, the UN doesn't have access to nuclear weapons. They, they B, the um, in the, I watched the English first. The English just says the planes are coming, and you're like, what? And they're like, the planes are coming. Get out. And you're like, that's weird. And in the in the Japanese, yeah, it says UN planes are coming. We can't contact them. And I go, okay, that makes more sense. That the Japanese government might struggle to contact UN planes who are taking unilateral action. And also, they are speaking English in the planes, which I thought was a nice touch. I always think it's nice when they speak a different language. Maybe. Do you think the implication is that they can totally communicate with them, but they just can't understand them? Like in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes. Um, so yeah, stealth bombers show up and they drop these, like, needle-shaped jamming devices into the Dreeper. Yep. And they all light up and they're like, yeah, we got these jamming devices! And then they never, they never even talk about them again. Oh, no, in this episode <laughs> they say they get information from no, them. No, 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 I, I mean, I get that, but they never talk about them actually doing any jamming oh, what work. what they do now, yeah. They don't even say the words, they didn't work. They just... It is so assumed that because the army was involved, nothing works, that they didn't even say, like, we we had hope mm. and we lost it. It was, they dropped it and they were like, oh, well, I guess they didn't win instantly. The Wild Bunch is then talking to an acquaintance called Johnny, who's, an Amer- who's American, you can tell, because he's got mm. a big hat and in the dub he he's has blonde. a Texan accent and he's blonde. And they just lose communication with him. In the dub, it's outrightly stated that the communication with jo- Johnny is lost because of the interference. We then see that Jury is bashing at the ball and trying to get out. Then the D-Reaper Jury shows up and says how interesting humans are and how Jury's thought process is pitiful. In the dub, she says that Jerry is compassion for others and it only bonds her to what makes her weak and it's an evolutionary step backward. In the, in the original, Jerry says that she's gross for looking like a girl and then in the dub, Jerry is just disgusted that the agent's using her voice. That seems like a more like a fair part, honestly. Yeah, saying, oh, you're a girl! I'm like, okay, why is that gross? In the dub, it's like, oh, using my voice. That's, that's reasonable, that's fair. Mm. Then the agent says that she should feel more sadness as it makes the D-Reaper stronger. And then, of course... Jury continues to feel more sadness, and guess what? It makes the D-Reaper stronger. Oh, no. But the tentacles also grab the D-Reaper agent. I'm not sure what it does. It just, it looks like it hurts her for like five seconds, but it's never, ever, ever spoken about again, but okay. To to be clar- to clarify, because this is the first time you've mentioned the tentacles, Yeah. is that when the agent was taunting Jury, she gets wrapped up in these weird red tentacles inside the bubble. Yeah. And then when when um, Jury's really upset, the tentacles suddenly attack the D-Reaper agent as well. Yeah. And it seems to suffer, but then we know later that it's fine when it basically put his face right up to the screen and winked. Yeah. That was weird. In the dub, Jury starts calling out for Takato to save her instead of just screaming. We then see that the D-Reaper is expanding faster and faster and getting hotter. Jury starts crying and stressing out, which, of course, as we just found out, it makes the D-Reaper stronger. And, like, in the Japanese, she's fully crying. They mm. take that out in the English because it's just, like, it's just sad. And I feel that's why, at the end of the episode, we get an added clip of Renamon evolving because they cut out a lot of Jury breaking down in this episode. That, that would make sense. I was wondering what they were trying to fill the time out of. Well, they definitely had to grab time from, like... They definitely had to pat it out somewhere, so they just made Renamon have an evolution scene instead of just an implied evolution scene. And I feel that's why. I feel like a lot of jury breaking down and wanting to die 
is cut because it was quite emotional and it was quite dark for a kids show. So the whole government building gets like... Oh, oh. before, this still the scene. Jerry's saying that in the dub, it's her fault that the world would be better off without her instead of just crying and stressing out about everything. Then we see the D-Reaper's agent's face and, yeah, very much live and well, close up on the screen, kind of terrifying though. The D-Reaper, like, completely consumes the government building. Yep. And then sort of ends up looking kind of like a statue or... And, uh, well, re- as Renamon said, a, looks like a statue of a goddess. I mean, a really ugly goddess. Yeah, a really ugly goddess. Really red, <clears throat> ugly goddess. Uh, so Takato wants to, to go in, and then Gilmon says, not really a good idea because they de-evolve when they get into the bubble. But in the original, it's Dukemon that says it, <laughs> which is quite interesting because... But he is Dukemon. No, but it's Dukemon's voice. It's the grown-up... I am I am a brave, you know, brave knight. I am so knight. Instead of, you know, Altacado. He's literally arguing with himself in the in the Japanese. I think Dukemon is implied to be a slightly different being from Takado. I feel <clears throat> like it, it is a different entity from being Takado because it's Gilmon's evolution. But it's kind of strange that it's Gilmon's voice being really mature instead of it. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an adult being the voice of reason. Hmm. So then it just... Cuts to one week later. That's not weird. And Takato's just narrating a bunch of scenes and saying how he never thought that life would end up like this. Never thought life was gonna be this way. And But in the dub, Takato is frustrated that they're all sitting around while Jerry's in trouble. And it's not a narration in the dub. It seems like it's a real-time thing that you know he's sitting in this conference room and they're talking to him and saying, you know, we... we we have to we have to just sit around here until we have a plan. We can't just go charging in. And then we have another official talking to Jury's dad and saying, you know, that there's nothing we can do at the moment. And Jury's dad looks sad instead of it just being completely silent, except for some narration by Takato. We then see that Takato is by the sea at a house, and Kai shows up from the movie. Do you remember that? Do you remember I that do, character? And I was convinced at that moment that, that he was in Okinawa. That's because you're watching the English version first, because it didn't actually say where he was. No, but it didn't say until afterwards either. If I watched the Japanese first, I would have, for a shorter period of time, thought it was Okinawa. But, like, it really looks like it. Well, I know about this, but, and I think you might know about it, but I'm not sure if other people will. So, the English version of... That movie only came out several years after Tamers had finished. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I think I mentioned it when we were doing Revenge of Diaboromon. So, basically, that came out around the same time as Savers, which is season five. <laughs> so, there's, there's something to think about. That's like 2005. This was two, like came out in 2001. So, yeah. There's a bit of interesting... So the writers and English were like, who's this guy? Yeah. So basically, you had no idea who it is. They just brought in a character for a second, and we can tell that it's also a different voice actor. In the dub, they gave him Davis's voice. Because they had him on hand, obviously. Because they already have him recording epi- like lines for episodes, yeah, anyway. I wish the executive producer had been like, God, not Rio again. Yeah, they said, God, he's everywhere now. There are three different characters like this in Tamers, where they're like they're named characters who are kind of important, but they're actually totally useless to the plot. It's Alice. It's Rio, Alice, and Kai. Yep. They're they're like they're important enough to have names, personalities, and designs, but not important enough to do anything. Mm, mm. We then see that Ruki is at a restaurant with her family. In the dub, Rika is complaining about being in a, re- a restaurant with her family for some reason, and is just kind of mean and it's weird. Renamon says that she shouldn't be sitting at the table, which is, again, similar to a few episodes ago, how Renamon did not want to sit at the table. So that's obviously something that she has herself. She's going to fluff up the table. Yeah, she, because she's a good dog. <laughs> 
In the dub, Renamon isn't sure if she's allowed to because it's almost like she's saying it's because she's a Digimon. Rumiko in the original asks Renamon if she's a girl and Renamon says by nature Digimon do not have gender. In the dub, it's basically the same thing. Renamon says that Digimon aren't divided into gender. In the original, Rumiko says that she must be a girl, so she belongs to the table with the family. In the dub, Rumiko says that only a girl would wear fur that well, so she's part of the family. I like the implication of the first one, because it implies that men are not allowed at this table. Well, the family is a very female family. It is, that's true. It's got three generations of females and a Digimon. Seiko says that Ruki should be enjoying the time with her family at the moment, and Ruki is holding her D-Arc under the table. In the dub, it's more or less the same thing, except Rika thinks to herself about how she can't stop thinking about Jerry. Aww, they're in love. Um, so they're such good friends, it makes me so happy. So Kai thinks it's cool that Takato is trying to save the world, because it is, that's awesome. <clears throat> and Takato says that he wants to save like important things. Uh, in the Japanese and English, he just specifically wants to save Jerry. You know, because Tokyo is going to get destroyed, but it really matters that the girl he likes is okay. Uh, Kai um, said, like Kai, sort of immediately cons on to the fact that this is his first, this and is... uses an Okinawan word for first love, which is why Takato doesn't know it. <coughs> and then Takato gets embarrassed, and then says that he likes Jury, so he has to save her. In the dub, Takato says he can't take all of this because if something bad happens, she could be gone. And I was like, I don't know, it seems like it's more centered on Takato just wanting to save Jerry instead of wanting to save everything. It's just, it's weird. He just loves her. That's why he'd save her life. If he didn't, if he didn't know who she was, eh, she can die. <laughs> it's fine. Kulamon is telling Jury that things will get worse if she keeps on crying, and Jury asks why he cares about someone like her, and Kulamon says that he likes her and he wants to see her smile. And everyone likes her. In the dub, Kulamon is telling Jerry not to blame herself, and Jerry says how, about how the D Reaper picked her. Kulamon says that Jerry should just think about the bright things like friends. Jerry then asks if she deserves to be happy and is worried about her friends about if they'll disappear because of the D-Reaper. Kulamon says that she should not make herself feel feel, feel sad. Even so it's, though it's kind yeah. of her fault. But still, like, seriously, like, Kulamon is doing a fine job because Jerry should try not to feel sad. I know it's hard not to feel sad if you're sad, but it's clearly making the situation worse the worse she feels. Well, let's be real. I think that this is fairly realistic. For example, if you were sad or stressed out or something, and then you just... And then someone threw a golden retriever puppy on you, you'd cheer up really quick. Isn't it? Look, if someone gave me a Kulamon the next time I'm really, really depressed, I, like, if it was a real Kulamon talking to me and saying, Be happy, May Clue! I'd be like, I'm not going to be depressed ever again. Oh, it's good. It's good. Hallelujah. You got your hand up at the end. You're like, Hallelujah! I'd say, Oh, did you want real? I saved! And I would just cuddle the Kulamon, and I would love him forever, and I'd feed him. I'd give him waffles. <laughs> So, um, Johnny found out, Johnny the American found out some interesting data about the D-Reaper, um, because of the jammers that are now scanners, for whatever reason, that have fallen down inside the D-Reaper. Um, the Wild Bunch are working on countermeasures to reverse the D-Reaper into its original form. Now, this is where it gets really weird. Now, I watched the English verse, and the English goes... Mm. Oh, the stuff inside the D-Reaper, there's something interesting. Oh, is it that they're going faster than light? Oh yes, it's a quantum super being. Well, what if we set up a nuclear bomb inside it and create a miniature black hole and that will just suck it in? And I'm sitting there like, they just just discussed destroying the Earth and that was (laughs) fine. And in, in the Japanese, much more sensibly they go, what if we made a program to reverse it? Yep. They literally said, what if we make a miniature black hole? 
That's the thing that everyone was scared that the Large Hadron Collider would do. Yeah, That would destroy the Earth. Yep. It's actually ballistic. They're going to make a miniature collapsed star. What a great plan. That would clearly work out, right? Oh, well, you know what? It would get rid of the D-Reaper. It would work. However, um, so Juri has her dog puppet. Yep. And she's being really, really scary. And she's talking... And the dog puppet's like... um, yeah, people deserve to die. Jury deserves to die, and it's really awkward. And it looks like May, May thinks that the puppet was trying to strangle her. Well, no, I think she was trying to mm. strangle herself. The puppet's the puppet's not a sentient being anymore. Mm. It's, think, it's just Jury. I think that the puppet was. You know, what, I think that might have been it. But like the action, was I the think puppet she, biting. I think she was trying to self harm. This is a, it, it. Whatever was biting, if it was strangling, it was trying to hurt her. Yeah, well, I agree. it was. She was trying to hurt herself. The puppet is still her. It's her now. It's like it was at the start of the show. She's now trying to hurt herself with the puppet, and that is pretty dark for a kids' show. There is a character who is, and I thought that they would cut this in the dub. They didn't. Well, they cut out the bit about her saying that she deserved to die. Yeah, they didn't mention that, but they still had the clip of her basically putting the dog around her neck. That is very dark. It was less clear in the English about what was happening. Because people can put it up to about that area to when they're, like, shocked. Yeah, it could have been... You could have construed it differently. I feel like in the original it looked... Maybe it's because of the music or maybe... Oh, in Japanese for sure. Yeah. In Japanese for sure. The way what she was saying, it just seemed like she wanted to die. And the way that Kulamon reacted to her mm. doing that, where Kulamon just hits her arm away and says, No, you're stupid, 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 idiot, idiot, idiot. It's just this really touching moment that Kulamon clearly loves Jury, and it's just so sweet. You know what would be better than idiot, idiot, idiot? What? Idiot clue, idiot clue, idiot clue. Oh my God. <laughs> and then in the dub, the D-Reaper's voice is playing over about how humans are in trouble and, you know... Yeah, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, why'd you have to add that? I'm, Thanks, Dub, but I'm pretty sure I know that the human's not having a whole bunch of luck at the moment. So, Terramon's in, like, an MRI or something. He's being scanned so that they can... Like, they can tell the difference between Digimon and, and D-Reapers. Yeah. I guess. And there's a really cute bit, and Terramon's just lying there, and he's like, but my ear itches, and his little stubby arms can't reach his ears. What a cutie. And then and then Jen goes and goes picks him up, and it's really cute, and I realise how much I want one. You want a Terramon? I do. I want but so he, bad. But then he would evolve and have pants. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm on board. I'm on board with that. We then see that the D-Reapers across the world are linking, and Earth's atmosphere is in danger. Because the idea is yeah. that they, if they build up enough heat, they'll ignite the atmosphere and kill everybody. Which is interesting. Takato hears Jury screaming for help after she's basically just strangled herself, or tried to. I mean, it was only for like half a second. Yeah, it's still a very emotional scene, alright? Then we see that Jen's given a red card and he swipes it, and then the other DRs start ringing. So, but he gets a red... So, Shimumi has a red card, and she goes, Yo, I made this, whatever's. We don't know what it does. He doesn't explain what it does, and just he just swipes it. Whatever. It happens. What is? What is? Does he have digi-gnomes around to make this one too? What? What is this red card? Shibu- what if Shibumi is a digi-gnome? Right? That'd be awesome. It wouldn't be awesome. Ruki leaves dinner and feels pretty sorry that she has to, and I love Ruki so much. And then we get the clip of her evolving into Sukuyamon instead of just showing up as Sukuyamon. Takato's mum pats Gilmon and Gilmon wags his tail and it's really cute because Gilmon is such a good dog. She then tells Takato that she's proud to have given birth to him 
which is like uh, last time we heard that was when she'd written down that little note to him that he found in the digital world. And wouldn't, it's it be, like, oh. wouldn't it be nice if she was proud about the way, like, about raising him? Yeah. Because giving birth is such a weird thing. I think it must be a Japanese thing that, that you're proud to give birth to someone because I remember that Ken in Zero Two said that to his mum. He said, Thank you for giving birth to me. Mm, maybe. So I feel like it might, it might be a cultural thing that we're missing out on that the Japanese are very, you know, enamored by the giving birth and that's like. Well, they don't do it very much, so I get that. That's the big struggle thing. I don't know. Someone can correct me here, but I just, from what, from what I can understand about what we've seen in Digimon so far, that seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah, now that they've got their give up machines, it happens even less. In the dub, she says that he, that he means everything to them and that he has to be careful. And Takata says that he loves his parents, which is sweet. Then Gilmore and Takato run off, and Takato dramatically throws his jacket at Kai, and Kai's like, yeah! I'm Free su- jacket! I'm a supporting character! What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? So, obviously a lot of stuff happened, and I don't know. It's just, they're just dealing with the problem. I, I don't know what there is to say. How would you rate both these episodes? Together? Uh, together and then separately. So, I guess, I think that the the stuff that Jerry's going through is interesting. Mm. Um, I think that it was a little bit of boring fighting, but mostly we're just discussing solutions. So it's pretty good. I didn't think they were the most entertaining episodes, so I'm going to give them a solid 8, I guess. I gave the first episode a 9, just because I really liked the reactions of the adults finding out the children were actually inside the Digimon, and then the second one an 8. So I guess I I would say, like, together there would be, like, an 8 or an 8.5. So I, I think I would agree with you there. But I also do feel like the first episode could have pushed it to a 10 if they no. had less fighting, maybe more, you know, elaboration on how the adults feel about seeing their children fighting. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I, that was a really heartwarming scene for me. How did both these episodes compare to what you thought in Obnoxious Synopsis? Did I not write notes... No, that's the next one. Oh, that's the next one to my... Sorry. All right. That that didn't work out very well. I'm sure this one of them said such sweet sorrow, but I read it such sweet corn. Such sweet corn. Such sweet corn. Well, corn is pretty sweet. No. Yeah, well, those, those were the next episode. I'm glad they weren't too much of a spoiler for you. Yep. All right, so... How about how you thought about these episodes compared to your predictions in Obnoxious Synopsis? I said that Drew would see the ghost of Liamon and... I don't know. I also kind of predicted that that would have a very much, like reversing effect on her trauma and it didn't she's still significantly traumatized but i did kind of call her there was a ghost so yeah i don't think it was a ghost it was definitely a ghost Mm. just so that i could be right um and that's that's sort of the end of that one um and then for the d reaper's feast which um uh yeah he ate the building i should have guessed that um uh yeah i I guess that kilman would just wish that it was all fixed and that didn't happen. Of course it didn't. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I was wrong. That's the answer to that. I thought it'd be a bad episode, and it was totally fine. Mm. Mm. What were the major differences that you noticed between the Japanese and English version? For, yeah. me, for me, it was the, the definitely the music and the atmospheric sounds. Oh, yeah, but that's a, that's a constant one. No, the answer is definitely that, like, the Wild Bunch themselves broadcast Takata's oh, naked yeah, body one, yeah. to the entire country. Yeah, instead of just the D-Reaper forcing it to be broadcast. That's the big one. Another one that I found is that Jury cried a lot less in the dub. Yeah, but I feel that, like they cut out a lot of scenes. The, the, that's minor and incidental or atmospheric. But the music was 100% like, sometimes it's just a little bit of a difference. This time it was pretty much a huge difference, especially for the first episode. Yeah, it was more to like the effect of it, but that that's how every episode is. The music isn't, spe- it's not special to this one. Mm. It just turned out that it was like, the music was slightly more important. 
We have two episodes left for Tamers. How okay, are you great. feeling? The less did you want to have to watch, the better. Oh. That's sad. That's <laughs> never changing. Do you feel like Tamers is getting better again? Because I feel like yeah, you got like a bit bored at yeah, one point. Yeah, it's definitely better than the digital world bit. I, I honestly don't... I don't think the digital world bit justified this whole part happening, although, of course, it was necessary. Mm. Like, I don't know. This is not... It just didn't feel like they had 50 episodes of content. It's not as bad as the Adventure in Zero Two, where I felt like they had 20. Mm. I feel like they've had 30. And mm. I, they've really, they still, I still think it's really out overstated its welcome, and not in the sense that I don't want to see these characters, mm. just in that this story goes so long. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. <clears throat> Take any amazing Netflix series. They're, what, 13 episodes long? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's pretend, in the maximum case, that they're hour-long episodes and that you break them into three 20-minute episodes, you'll get 39 episodes. That is the maximum, maximum of this length of episode. And I don't even think you should do that. Right. I think I think you should break them into half and maybe get to 26. That's fine. That's what anime tends to be now. So, but, like, that puts, that puts this at 11 episodes longer than it needs to be. Yeah. To get a really, really good story down with as much weird uh, ex- extrapolation as you need, it's still got eleven episodes of filler on it. No, no, that, that's that's a fair, that, that, that's a fair like estimate. No, I, I agree. I, I feel like it's still a lot better than Adventure in Zero Two, and hopefully Frontier's even better. I do think it's still better than those two. Yeah. Mm. For screenshot of the week this week, there were so many amazing shots of Kulamon's face trying to get Jury up, especially in the first episode. But the best one is when there's kind of like this miniature earthquake sort of thing when the D-Reaper moves and Kilimon just kind of stumbles and his eyes are huge and he just looks really up like, oh, it's, it's funny. It made me laugh. What My, about yours? Mine was this bit where Jerry is being held by all these tentacles and for a moment you're like, what am I watching? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit, a ti- the tiniest bit uncomfortable. All right, so we got... <laughs> We got a review on iTunes from Korakota from USA on the 17th of November, so we're catching up to today. Yeah, we are. And it is entitled, Not Enough Holy Dramon, but Otherwise Perfect. Which, I mean... I agree, not enough Holy Dramon. We've established that more Holy Dramon is coming. Mm. They said that they came across this podcast a few months ago, but they hadn't actually given it a listen until last week. Uh, In no time at all, they were hooked, which is obviously what we intended to be essentially a Schedule 1 narcotic. Um, and they've been listening non-stop on their way to, to and from work. Of every Digimon podcast they've heard, this is the only one that they've enjoyed the entire way through. Well, that is incredibly high praise. There are a lot of very high-quality Digimon and podcasts that, Yeah, that's out. amazing to hear that. Thank you. Whereas others can be a struggle to get through. Um, the premise reminded them of a certain comic book podcast that they've never been able to enjoy, no matter how hard they try. But the execution is infinite... Uh, no, the execution is infinitely mansplainy, and they get the sense that... Um, with Jay's lesser, a less than stellar view of the series aside, the hosts generally enjoy what they're doing. The hosts have excellent synergy and are endlessly entertaining. They're only midway through season two at the moment, but an episode that the hosts had to re-record due to data loss made them so impressed uh, by their dedication that they supported them on Patreon. Hey, hey! That's really nice. As soon as they got home that day. Um, if you're into Digimon, they strongly recommend this podcast. If you're not, you can get behind general hilarity and analysis. They'd give it a shot, uh, you know, they'd give it a shot as well. Uh, you wouldn't be disappointed. That being said, every, every Everyone is wrong. Holy Javon is better than Ophanimon. It's a science fact. It is a science fact. I completely agree Ugh. with you, Kolkata. And thank you for becoming a Patreon supporter. I remember 
that that day where we had to re-record very well because it's happened multiple times. Because it has happened multiple times, and I've it does not get easier. But we do try to put in as much work as possible. Like right now, it is almost midnight, and we're still recording because we had to do the try episode as well. So it's really nice that people do appreciate that we put in a lot of work. And this week, we're going to have three episodes out because we have Atmon as well as try as well as the normal episode. So like, geez. And look, welcome to the vocal minority that's in favour of Holy Dramon, because boy, no, is that Holy wrong. Holy Dramon the best. Holy Dramon the best. Holy Dramon lost the vote, even though I accidentally voted for it. But I think people are just wrong. It's so, fine. we got an anonymous on Tumblr, who says that they notice that when Takato becomes Dukemon, he does an elaborate speech about how he will defeat the D-Reaper. Is it Takato's personality, or Dukemon being a knight? It's 100% Dukemon's personality, and in the second episode, I believe, we basically see that this is the case, when Takato says, we have to go in there, and Dukemon's like, no dude, like, last time we did that, even as an ultimate level Digimon, we lost all power, so we're not doing that. And that was Dukemon talking, at least in the original. Yeah, so, so he can argue yeah. with this personality. Obviously the personality is giving the speech. And I believe that, you know, sometimes maybe Takato saying, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hero, I'm going to say heroic things. But mm. I also believe that Dukemon does have his own brain in there. Um, so, and about Applemon, Ray is more experienced, but Haru and the gang have done pretty well so far, and Haru would easily follow Ray's lead and instructions to fight L. So wouldn't it be better if Ray gave them a chance? The answer is yes. And as I explained very briefly in the last Atmon episode, I very briefly, I think I went over it for a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, I think we went over it for like <clears throat> 20 minutes. It's just that, like, I'm honest, I'm, I'm sure that Ray's entire motivation is that he's going to do it alone, and if they go there, they'll die. But he refuses to explain it because of the plot. That's yeah. the answer. Another Anonymon says, how big is the L Corporation? It even owns a burger food chain. Not to mention all this talk about uh, L brings like memories of Death Note. Um... Just that, you know, now L is evil. Uh, they're hoping to see some epic stuff at the climax of the series with Haru visiting the Dark Ocean and stuff. I'm so hyped for <laughs> the when All they the Dark stuff. Ocean. I'm so hyped for when they visit the, the Dark Ocean and the Net Ocean and all the... It's, mm. I'm so hyped. I hope it is good and not bad. And I the just, answer to how big the L Corporation is, is it's really, really big. Like, clearly it has enough like enough money <clears throat> to build an AI, so I feel like they're, they're doing some shifty stuff. There's probably some shifty humans be- behind this, obviously, because AIs probably don't originate from themselves. They always have a human. Even if the human knows no better, maybe it's like the Wild Bunch creating D-Reaper. And when they introduce Shibumi into the show, and he's like, not again! And Shibumi's like, oh gosh... Uh, we got another Anonymon who says, We forgot to mention the last scene of the previous episode, I guess from last week, where Takato is sitting on the roof all sad because of the jury ordeal, and Gilmon comes and tells him not to be sad and comforts him. They think that Gilmon's grown, grown up a bit from the scatterbrained baby he was in the beginning. Of course, he's still a baby. But it's like he graduated the nursery and went to prep school. I can I, I can see that. But, I mean, he did is, try it, to feed a spaceship some bread. It is also a really sweet scene, and I, I skipped over it, and I don't know why. It's such a nice scene, and I just... I do like the partners when they treat each other lovingly and caringly, and it is nice to see that Gilmon has grown up slightly. But, yeah, you're right. It's it's not a huge growth, which is fine. He's still a baby, but he's just a slightly older baby. He's learning to walk. 
I want Terramon to make fun of more people. That's what I, I miss it. I want him to, to make fun of Renamon. He never does that. No one makes fun of Renamon. Renamon's beautiful. Todd. We want from Dak and Jaxter who says the dub might not have uh, had foreknowledge about the Destiny on Fate arc and tried to use um, a part of them will always be with us as a substitute. Jury feels stuck as the happy memories stay, but so does the pain of loss. Yeah, maybe. I think it was better done in the, in the Japanese. It's always uh, better done in the Japanese. Alice has a ba- an expanded backstory in a UK comic strip, but it raises more questions. I believe another comic strip also, which is, I think, I believe the same line as the Digimags that I was posting pictures of, like, a couple of months ago, and they all, one of them, I think, I believe it was in Italy, I might be wrong, actually had Rio's backstory briefly as well. Oh, cool. So it actually was there for audience that isn't in Japan, but not wide enough that it was widely known, and I could not, for the life of me, find that issue of the comic, because I think it'd be pretty cool to have. So they say the Dobmon was poorly integrated, but they bet the kid who won that competition was happy. And that's fair. I, w- I would have been over the moon if my dog was in the show. Um, apparently you were right. Real does mean physical world. I yep. mean, I, I knew that. Obvi- I think you, you tried to argue it, didn't you? No, I was talking about how, the dig- how Digimon in the digital world would call that the real world for themselves. Yeah, this was like last episode, wasn't it? That- I don't know. But yeah. I like being right, so that's fine. And they ask, how come there's no males with female Digimon, but there are females with male Digimon? I think that this is, and this is probably quite a sexist view that the writers would have, like, because men are strong and men, men are stronger than women, and why would anyone want a woman when they can have a man because men are strong? We've never had that yet so far, have we? Yeah, we've never had someone with a female partner who was a male. But we have had females with males. We have had that twice. Oh, wait. No, Marine Angelmon is a boy. Yeah. I thought about that. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 that's just me saying the pink is okay. I'm bad. Did you want to have gender? We've established it. But I mean, like, a feminine, like, being? No, we never really have. And I think that's because of the fact that it's always seen that men are quote unquote stronger. And <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Renamon's the strongest. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have Renamon. But I mean, no, I don't think that we've ever had have seen that. And I'm not sure even in the... No, I don't think even in the newest season of Digimon that is that the case. So no. And they also say that I'm right about how annoying it is that they reboot Digimon every season. And yeah, I maintain that. We have a Gmail from Tana who says that Kunaka likes the name Alice. Another Alice was in Lane and was voiced by Jury's Japanese voice actress. In the dub, the actress who voiced Jerry played Lane in Lane. It's very a lot of relationship between the shows. Uh, they say that Digimon Tamer's message in the packet is an important audio drama and it contradicts the second Digimon movie. Kanaka didn't work on either. Um, possibly read somewhere that... Read? Oh, they, they possibly read somewhere that Kunaka preferred the audio drama to his vision of Tamers. Um, and originally, Kazu, Kenta, and Suzy were never planned to have Digimon. That's well, That wasn't clear at all. However, when Kunaka saw the opening and noticed either he forgot to tell the animator something or the animators just slipped up, he saw all the kids with Digivices. At this point, the episodes were, was, uh, were airing too soon to do anything or had already aired, meaning he had to go with it. They only have Digimon because of the miscommunication. That's insane. That's completely insane. They probably should have just left it out then. That, um, honestly, the idea that he was strong-armed by accident makes the... 
Makes, like, Marine Angelon falling out of the sky make a lot of sense. I'm going to read the rest because I think Jay's a bit tired. So we have another Gmail from SP saying, The situation with Jury's dad is a social commentary on how distant parents and children are. In, and in Japan, they always want to do their best without expressing true feelings. And everyone is expected to accept their roles without any complaints. The dad turning out to be caring is a cop-out and he should be a villain. So I disagree with what SP is saying. I feel that... Well, you no, know, I'm I'm agreeing on the first part about how it's a social commentary about children and parents being distant, but I'm disagreeing about how it's a cop out because I feel like it's nice that it's a it's another social commentary about how kids sometimes misinterpret what their parents do. Like their parents say, "You're grounded," and the kid says, "But you, you're just doing that because you hate me," even if the parent has a good reason. It wouldn't be and it's, much. And it's a it's also similar in adventure how. Sora thinks that her mum doesn't love her because she's caring about her. And it's so it's sort of like that. It's a reference to kids will always think, oh, my parents are so mean, my parents hate me because of a miscommunication. And it's not the truth at all. So I don't think it's a cop-out at all. And I'm happy that he's not a villain because Tamers does not need any more villains. We're good for villains. Uh, SP also says, if the Tamers never went to the digital world, the children would never be in trouble in the real world and Jury would not have been infected. I think that isn't necessarily true. I feel like the D-Reaper would have been able to get there back there somehow. It kind of did launch itself at the Earth and the sky. So I feel like it does have that mentality, and it would be f- able to find someone else to infect if Jury wasn't there. We have another email from Frostmoragic, who s- says that he's sad that Tamers is almost over, and that they love Frontier, but they're disappointed to say goodbye. And their favourite character and favourite season, it's hard to say goodbye to. They say that it's nice to see Jay seeming disappointed towards something too. They say that Tamers does a good job of depicting depression, but an even better job at how other people feel when someone that they love is depressed. And it's really sweet how Takata was so hurt and worried about how the girl he likes is feeling sad. Frostmoragic then says that Lost in Translation 1 hits the right balance between serious and silly, which is really nice to hear. Because, yeah, we do joke around a lot, we do try to have fun, but we do also sometimes act serious to some bits, and that's... The balance is actually a lot more towards silly. May just cuts most of it out. Yeah, I, I edit a lot. <laughs> Our final message is On With The Will, and it's from Osaka, and they say that they're surprised that Beelzebub being crucified wasn't cut in the dub. I feel like they wanted to so badly cut this out, but I feel like they didn't, and I could be completely wrong here, but because if they cut it out, they'd be missing too much animation, they'd also be missing, like, too much context, because why else, why are they screaming at Beelzemon? He's crucified for a long time. I think I feel like enough, they could be, they weren't able to. I think there's enough tentacles and stuff in the way that it doesn't, it's not immediately, look, it's Jesus. Oh, but the, la- the last week's episode, he was just straight up crucified, he was in the cross. But it's less obvious in these episodes, but the episode before last, I believe, is the one where he's just in a cross. Alright, everybody, join us for the next episode of Magical Girl Raising Project. Jerry fights back. Or Crimson Knight. Save the people you love. And Such Sweet Corn. Huh. I mean, Such Sweet Sorrow. Or Dreaming Power is Our Future. The Biggest Dreamer. Wanna be the biggest, biggest dreamer. dreamer. Everyone believe you can have Digimon, because that's how season two ended. Oh no, don't do this to me, please. For the Weekly Wonders this week, I'm going to say Takoyaki, because I made Takoyaki. No. But we, okay, I actually made Chunayaki, <clears throat> and it was delicious. And I made it with Jay and my best mate, Mitch, and oh, it was I fantastic. 
Yeah, Jay saved the day. Jay was the only one who actually knew what he was doing. It was I great. Javed the you day. Javed the, you javed the Jay. And it was that was really great. So I recommend that if you can get a takoyaki pan, you can buy them for like 20 bucks on eBay. I strongly recommend. You don't have to use octopus. I didn't because I didn't want to go out and buy octopus. And also Jay didn't want to eat octopus. Mm-hmm. And we had tuna in the house. So we just made it with tuna instead. And it, it was, was really, good. It was really delicious. My thing is, I've been watching a lot of Man at, Arms Refor- Man at Arms Reforged. It's awesome. I don't even know what that is. It's a 10 to 20 minute bunch of like YouTube um, clips. There, There's like 150 of them. And it's this really, really cool like blacksmith shop. And they make weapons from nerd stuff. Huh. I watched them make the chainsword from Warhammer 40k. They, used, they made the scissor blade from Kill la Kill. They made Hanzo's big uh, dragon blade from um, from Overwatch. I'm trying to remember other stuff. They made they made tons and tons of really cool stuff. Actually, I think I might have seen that before. They also do Halo stuff. They've done they've done the gravity hammer. I know that. Maybe, maybe I have seen it before. Then maybe they're awesome. And they did, oh, I saw them make like a, a version of Excalibur. That's pretty cool. Which was so cool. This, got, everyone who works there is like really amazing at what they do, and the finished products like ridiculous. That's that's pretty baller. It's really good. You can find the link linked in the description and you can also find our screenshots of the week and our weekly wonders which will also be linked in the description well in the link dump and in the description you can contact us and stay updated you can email us at lostintranslation1 at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on soundcloud you can also follow us at translation on twitter and on vine and you can find us on lost in translation on tumblr facebook and youtube we have a discussion thread on with the will and a reddit thread in the digimon subreddit and we'd really, really, really appreciate it if you were to review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your podcast listening thingy of choice is. So thanks to our Patreon supporters, Sam Krieger, who hosts a podcast called The Moncast, which talks about Pokemon and Digimon, Wu Chinglong, who is, uh, you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wu Chinglong, Metal Mamimon, Joe, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki and the number one on YouTube, Chakmon, Ishwal Bamba, Hiro Olato, who is at Hiro Olato on Twitter, Jason Morosky, Frost Moragic, who is at Frost Moragic on Twitter, Stephen Reeves, who is at Wobbling64 on Twitter, Kaitawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Red and Garen from Breakfast, Breakfast with Digimon, which is another Digimon podcast, Chisai, who you can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, and Kyle. You can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Make sure to leave us a note so we know it's for the podcast. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye!